0: free shipping always delivered in discreet packaging so rethink your bedroom routine go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout miller and get you know the discount 50 percent off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts that's miller again miller
1: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
0: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
1: Learn more at meta.com
2: slash metaverseimpact. Okay, before we talk to that sizzling slice of man talent, Randy Rainbow, let's talk about Omaha Steaks.
1: Speaking of sizzling.
2: Let's talk about their shrimp that I just, I, I've been eating all week. Mm-hmm. I. Travis, I'm not lying to you. The best shrimp I've ever had. The best salmon I've ever had. The best Chilean sea bass. Uh, They have something, literally, for everybody. It's grill season, man. Well, they also have meat. Yeah, sizzled. Well. All kinds of meat. Omaha Steaks is in the title, so it goes without saying that they are the best steaks and the best burgers I'm telling you, there's no going back. Uh, Everyone, There's something for everyone. Steaks, seafood, chicken, pork, burgers, easy-to-make meals, desserts, and more. Omaha Steaks offering a limited-time deal. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter the code LIBERAL in the search bar, and order the Grand Summer Grill-Out package today. Omaha Steaks will throw in four of those free amazing burgers, four free gourmet jumbo franks. Every order, right? ahead of the curve flash frozen vacuum sealed safely delivered in dry ice right to your door. Exactly. You don't have to go to the store, you don't it's... have to put yourself at risk. I'm telling you, you know me, I do the grocery lottery every week. Yep. Online cuz I don't go to the store anymore. You just you get what they is left. Don't do that with your proteins. Get the best. Omaha get Steaks o- to get what you want. Yeah, get Omaha Steaks. Um, Grand Summer Grill All Package. You get four free burgers and four free Jumbo Franks. Fill your freezer up now with enough gourmet food. Keep your grill fired up all summer. OmahaSteaks.com. Don't forget that code is liberal. Let's do this.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, bring in the bait. Bring in the bait. Put it in the bear trap. Bring the Jody Hamilton in. (laughs) It has finally happened. Randy Rainbow on the happy hour. Good morning, morning. Randy Rainbow.
3: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you have to pay for any kind of rights clearances right (laughs)
2: all right you're used to way bigger people than me freaking out over you but meet say hello to Jody Hamilton Carol Burnett's daughter who is the bait that we used to you bring don't you. have to name
3: drop with me that's my sister Jody Hamilton I love Randy
1: he's my mother brother from a different mother
3: Your brother mother
2: listen Jody can recount the first thing I ever said to my idol Carol Burnett her mother and what was that Jody
1: I don't remember you were screaming and crying too much
2: Right, but there Doesn't were words that, like flanarn and pung-pung-pung and things like that. Isn't that, isn't that
3: that must get so hideously exhaustive and yeah. just? I mean, that's, that's all you can do. Because what else do you do?
2: Yeah. So Carol Burnett, obviously your idol, as well. Also, as J- Jody calls her Aunt Ju- Aunt Julie. Aunt Julie. So when Jody says Aunt Julie, of course we mean. Oh, you mean Andrews. When she says aunt uncle Jim, she means uh, neighbors, just so you know, the the Jody code, Randy. Jody you stole my life.
3: That's what happened. You stole my whole childhood. I should have. <laughs> <been
2: killed. laughs> Wait, so tell the story, Jody, how you and Randy cuz you're obviously a huge Randy fan as everyone is. But tell Absolutely. The story. tell the story.
1: Okay, so it was tweeted at me the picture of Randy and his his pussycat watching mom doing putting it together from years back, and somebody tweeted that at me. And so I tweeted at Randy saying, by the way, I happen to be Carol Burnett's daughter and she loves you, and I had sent mom the screenshot of you with your cat, and mom was like, oh my god, I love him! And so, then you started following me and then we started direct messaging and then I got to see you before all hell broke loose and everything shut down here in LA, so.
3: I know, aren't we? We just made the cutoff, literally. We, we, we did. We, we parted ways, and then the flames engulfed. Exactly. You know,
2: I she, I feel like Jody leads the like. Well, for me, like D celebrity, like Make a Wish, Carol Burnett Foundation, because she had right her mom call and wish me a happy birthday, and I don't know, Randy, I just cried through the whole thing, so I don't really. I was like, I wanted to be Carol Burnett, and then all my dreams died. And then she said, "You're, but you don't want to be Carol Burnett, honey. You're the Carol Burnett of radio," and I and then I I don't remember anything else for the rest of my life after that. But you've had. <laughs> How many of those moments between Julie Andrews, Hillary Clinton writing you? I mean,
3: well, there have been a, f- a few like at this point. I I am amazed to tell you that, that like I have not had an encounter like that with, um, you know, there's not one of my major mega godlike heroes of my life that I have not gotten the opportunity to talk to like that. Your mother was like yeah. top of the list. And I told her that. And I, I've wrote, I've, I've started writing, not a liberty to discuss anything, but for an upcoming project, yes. I've started writing about that, um, the, call, the phone call, because it was a major thing for me. Yeah. But I mean, Stephen Sondheim, I, I've become friendly with, and yeah. like you said, Hillary Clinton sent, sent me, sent me fan mail and. It's crazy. You're
2: just sitting there in your apartment grabbing your pussy, as you did. Started your thing <sighs> with your cats. And, and here you are. I And I can't. I think everybody geeks out, Randy, because you're. I, I don't even know how to explain your talent or your genius. You, you're writing. If, right. I'm, for me, I'm mo- primarily a comedian. I can't sing. So I was never going to be Carol Burnett. You are Carol Burnett. But your writing yes, is I so. Am. Your writing no is time. so. It's so dense. It's so dense, meaning like. Every word counts. Every word. I, you are just, you pack so much into these things that are so brilliant, just comedically, musically, and, and I, I don't even, explain your process, because I'm just like, how the fuck does it exactly. do that? And you do all this, your production value, because everybody's production value sucks now, yours has always been fantastic, and you do it all yourself, editing yourself into the interviews and, and the production value, and you learned it yourself, right? I do, and I did,
3: I taught myself. I, I, didn't, I didn't know how to do anything. Frankly, I just wanted to be Carol Burnett, and I told this to your mother when she called me. People <laughs> now interview me. They say, "Well, who do you want to be? You know, when you grow up, you want to be like John Stewart. You want to be, uh, you know, a Trevor Noah, whatever." And I say, "No, I want to be Carol Burnett." Um, so my whole goal was to, to to put myself out there, doing musical comedy, doing comedy, doing sketch kind of comedy, and acting, you know, as a performer. But I needed something to perform, and so that's when I started writing my own stuff. And that's when I kind of found my way into like more topical humor. Yeah. And then I've always had a a musical background. So uh, long story short, I started doing um, kind of topical commentary for broadwayworld.com, which is a theater website, very well known theater. And I was thinking of things to do each week. And I decided to maybe set You know, Broadway musical show tunes to deliver the news, Mm -hmm. and then actually with that, I was also doing my own YouTube channel where I would, you know, make fun of Mel Gibson or Kim Davis or whatever the the topical.
2: Your first one is I'm dating Mel Gibson, right?
3: My name is dating Mel Gibson. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) we've since broken up.
2: I don't know why, but okay. Um, And may I just say you have a thriving
3: career,
2: career. but anyway, one day I
3: basically forgot which job I was doing and I melded the musical comedy stuff with the the topical stuff and I just, uh, you know, it worked. People liked it. And then I I just, you know, the lyric writing, I'm kind of just copying my idol, uh, Stephen Sondheim and and kind of trying to follow his. You
2: you have a beautiful voice and you're super pretty too. Can I just say that before we... (laughs) I haven't even put on any makeup. You're so Thanks. pretty. Um, but and you're a baby. You're an ingenue. You are still an ingenue. You're in your thirties. You're. And first of all, I have to oh. say to insert how many Julie Andrews have you done? Because I, I think I first knew of you because of braggadocious, right? The the you know that was during the debates when he used that stupid fucking word, and you're like, what is that? And you did it to Super Califragilistic. I mean, I it, that was
3: the main launch for me because I. Uh, you know, I was having like a, like 100,000 views, 200,000 views, and then I did the braggadocious video and 16 million views overnight. So that was a big one for me. Right. Um. But,
2: yeah. And right, up Julie. To, right up to a spoonful of Clorox, which... <laughs> it's, it's... I'm telling
3: you. Yeah, so many. I've done Um. How Do You Solve a Problem Like Korea. I've yeah. done, I'm sure there are many of them. She is also obviously a huge idol of mine. So right. I'm happy to.
2: That's Aunt Julie to you. uh, Yeah, yeah. I call her. Okay. Um, (laughs) I love the new one. uh, Cover your freaking face. The mask one. um, It's that's the thing is you work on so many levels. Like it's just it's funny, but it's so deeply sort of political and subversive. And uh, as you said, you sort of the election kind of is what made you woke, as the kids say. I think you were quoted saying.
3: Yeah, I was never a political junkie. I was never really. Uh, you know, I, I, I kind of, looking back, I'm embarrassed to say, but I think I went through what a lot of people have gone through in the last four years. And I've been literally, uh, you know, awoken to kind of, to pay attention. And I kind of became like an accidental activist. I really, yeah. that's not, this is my intention. My, my My main goal is to be amusing and to entertain. But I noticed traveling around the country, I would hear from fans and, people would bring their kids and say that they would show my videos to kids in class and that they were using them as teaching tools, sort of like a schoolhouse rocks kind of civics lesson situation. And that made me realize that, that my voice meant more than I thought it did or could mean more than I could use this power a little more. So that I think uh, I infuse that a little bit more into my writing and and production. Now I, I, this is, this is a
2: perfect,
3: I I I can or infuse a little bit of, you know, insight, if I have any, I'm, I'm happy
2: to do that. It, this is, a, don't you think, Jody? like the man has met the moment? You're exactly yes. right. It's, and now you are, like Carol Burnett, Emmy nominated. I, I understand, Jody. she has a couple of those.
1: Um, she has. But You are, I mean, well, she, you're nominated for gonna, an Emmy
2: now. I mean, you're doing this in your basement on your own Final Cut Pro or whatever, and it, and it's, but now, like you say, oh. everybody's, Production sucks. Everyone's doing their show from home, and you were like way ahead of the curve, but also way ahead of the curve politically. It it just—you're working on so many levels. I think that other people, I always say, you know, multi-dimensional chess. Whereas Trump is just shoving the pieces up his nose. So, (laughs) right? No, is it? Yeah, you. I, I forgot the whole. You did alternative facts to Jellicle Cats. That was one of my favorites. The Kelly and Conley medley. You were saying that's one of your favorites to perform live
3: yes we have a home medley meanwhile george conway is now my number one fan he's tweeting me all the time what the hell is going on here? i
2: don't know what is going on in that marriage i've got to know so- um- But yeah kellyanne
3: provided me lots of material over the years she's, you know i say that she's writing for me. <laughs>
2: You know, we're doing sexy liberal tour, uh, and I, but we're all, I, I, I sort of except for all the wild talent, I compare myself to you. But it's it, the, we work here like in our basement, but it is amazing to hear, hear people laugh, isn't it? Well, you I mean you're selling out these huge theaters, and you right? I mean, it is amazing to get out on the road and hear that when you're just oh, yeah. yeah.
3: I know. Well, yeah, I miss it now. I mean, Jesus, but <laughs> it's interesting for me because I started on stage when I was a kid. I was always on stage, that's how I began. And then I stepped away from that and ended up doing this YouTube thing. And so I, I was not getting that audience reaction. Yeah. You get. Although I, I was familiar with it, but I wasn't getting it. So to now, like after years of, of creating this material and getting a chance to bring it on the road and like play these sold out venues and to hear the fan response has been such a thrill.
2: I'm going to have to pause here. You know why, Travis? Why is that? Because Randy Rainbow is like a forever ingenue. Mm-hmm. He's a baby. Timeless. He's in, well, people think my Twitter age is in the 30s, but he's actually, he's actually an ingenue. Yes. Plexiderm makes me feel like an ingenue when I have a, you know, sexy liberal virtual tour, when I got a Zoom meeting, when I got a, right, FaceTime call, under eye wrinkles, bags, whatever. Gone. Ten-year challenge. Done. Well, you need to look that way so you can be his co-star. Yes. I, exactly. <laughs> You never know. I'm a horrible singer and dancer, but you never know. He might take pity on me, and I need to be ready. Right. I don't want to just be in the choir. I need the plexiderm, you know, main stage eyes. Mm-hmm. Ready for your close-up. I'm telling you, it just makes me feel better. It works, it works, it works. Right? Even my big sister, right? Yeah. Why? Don't ask me, does it work? Yes, I wouldn't advertise it if it didn't work. I use it every day. Plexidermtrial.com now is the time if you're a like a doubting sister like Libby who's not doubting anymore. Don't but if you just it. want to try it, go to plexidermtrial.com, use the code voices, try a trial pack of plexiderm only 14.95. You, you can afford pass that. Up. Plus free shipping. $10 or you can get $10 off the regular bottle uh, with that code voices or call them 800-685-1292 mention the code voices plexiderm back by that 30-day money back guarantee so you've literally got nothing to lose. I don't know why I say it like that because I'm going into my fair lady you're getting ready for your theater debut. Yes, I'm going to do a duet with Randy. 14.95 trial pack of Plexiderm, with free shipping. Plexidermtrial.com. Don't forget the code is VOICES. Here is an interesting... I was reading a, a, an interview with you about a portion of your fan base is Trump supporting Republicans. Um, and you just talked about that really kind of is a testament to how unifying, I guess, comedy could be. Or what? Do they realize he's a moron, <laughs> too? Or what is it, do you think?
3: I don't know. I really don't. And, I mean, what I, I you know, I guess because I do hear from, from people that you would not necessarily think would be fans of mine. But they do say, I, you know, I'm a Trump supporter and I'm this and I hate whites and blacks and Jews and gays. <laughs> but I love your it's so fun. <laughs> so um i you know i just say thank you and then i get the hell out of the room but i hope that maybe some of my message if there is one is getting is sneaking in there a little bit
2: yeah you said about 2020 uh you're jewish so you get nervous about everything
3: (laughs) so you're excited and nervous um not 2020 is uh not making it any better by the way
2: (laughs) 2020 fucking (laughs) sucks um what what did hillary's letter say to you what did what did hillary say
3: in the other room, but it's um, uh, one of her friends asked me to make a birthday video shadow. She said Hillary Clinton is a fan. I'm one of her friends and oh, in, wow. interior, and she said, "Would you put? Would you do a little shadow video because she loves you?" I'm like, "Sure, whatever, lady. I'm sure this will just live on your phone, and you're just crazy, and you've never even met Hillary Clinton." <laughs> so I made the little thing, and I was like. Hey, hell. (laughs) Like, I'm sure you won't see this, but thank you for blah, blah, blah. And I gave a little message thinking it would never make it to her. And then two weeks later, I got a letter in the mail and it said, Randy, the rumors are true. I'm a fan. And thank you for something along the lines of not only, you know, entertaining us, but uh, enlightening in these very difficult times.
2: Wow. Jody, she he it's, probably went, yeah, right, you're fucking Carol Burnett's daughter. Oh shit, there's a picture of Carol Burnett watching. <laughs> well, Jody, I don't have to tell you, you have to vet these things. People will say anything.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. He's absolutely. And it was funny when you and my mom were trying to hook up that phone call and you you missed her calling and you're like, this is not going well.
3: <laughs> I missed Carol Burnett's phone call like twice and then I I talk about diarrhea like I was I was yeah, it was not good. It was it was like a very Jewish
0: experience. Me too.
2: It's all a blur of crying and snot and blubbering the first couple of times I met her. But okay, so you just did a, a fancy fundraiser for Nancy Pelosi, who's also a fan, and there was a little lady named uh, Barbara Streisand also on that show with you in addition first to first. <laughs> So your life is just a it's you're just like a you're just like Cinderella, aren't you?
3: I am, just quarantine Cinderella with <laughs> no pants on. Um <laughs> Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's amazing. I, I'm, I'm, it's, a, it's weird because I'm having all these great, fun things happen. Carol Burnett's calling me on the phone, and I'm on, I'm interviewed on television. But it's all happening in simultaneously with the world collapsing. Yeah. So it's kind of it's bittersweet. But listen, it's great for my career, and that's all that Yeah, it's about, it's
2: a right? fairy tale right. encased in a horrible fucking nightmare, isn't it? Fantastic. It is, it's very, very dynamic. Now, you said during the primary I love Kamala because I don't know what you were thinking for VP, but you said I love Kamala Harris, but she also scares the shit out of me in the best way. <laughs> That's Yeah. <laughs> yes. So what do you who do you like for V P? Oh God.
3: Well, I really like I like Kamala.
2: Yeah, I do too. Yeah. But there's so many, they're all they're all amazing women.
3: There's, there's very many I I would be happy with. I mean yeah. you must pick a woman of color, I think we do believe. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Um and um I would be happy with any that I have seen on, on his list, on, on you know, his alleged
2: yeah. list. Now speaking of politicians, you are currently dating uh Andrew Cuomo. You oh, uh, tweeted, Oh, my Andy's press beer king is back and he's going off on Don on Donald. Let me get my tea. So that's mostly your day now. It's just yeah.
3: Love him. Yeah, well I did a I did an Andy Cuomo tribute video uh, to the tune of Sandy. I actually got I was just interviewed by Christina Cuomo, wife of Chris, the other day. She, no I, she called me I said I always knew that she would call me, but I assumed it would be to tell me to stop hitting on your husband and <laughs> but did you she see the- said she interviewed me for her magazine. she said the Cuomos love you, Andy loves you, Chris loves you, we all love you and so
2: yeah did you see the the footage him. of uh, oh. andy of of uh was it Chris's butt naked? in the back, in his wife's yoga video that's yeah. you know just quarantine mishaps randy i've studied it you know <laughs> a lot and i'm
3: i I'm, might be did we ever get um was that ever verified because i thought it might have been a towel i'm not satisfied with it I need okay more. i understand you fire red. You,
2: listen you have quarantine hopes and dreams you tweeted good morning i hope the vaccine comes in chocolate and strawberry uh and you're you're getting a little quarantine cranky you said someone just said how are you to me stupid asshole
3: (laughs) i'm not here to defend all of my tweets over the past week i don't know what i'm saying
2: (laughs) but yeah i'm getting cranky right oh my god you you were reminiscing it's happy pride by the way and you said last year i was drunk on a float with donatella versace and lorna luft surrounded by hot men and this year i'll be on my couch watching a housewives marathon I was actually in New York last year and saw you on the Pride float, in <laughs> that twelve in that twelve hour parade.
3: <laughs> that was so fun! What a fun! I'm so glad we re- I really did it up last year because it made up for this yeah. year. You know, I mean, it
2: Yeah, this is I. You tweet about this as well. You just said he thinks if he bullies COVID nineteen hard enough, it won't eventually write a book about him. Um, I just it's so surreal right Randy just like we hit our highest number ever yesterday and he's there again going it'll go away we're doing very well I, I don't know what to make of it you 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 know I'm so
3: thankful that this this comedy gene was instilled in me and and, and looking at you know things through a humorous lens is something that I was taught from a young age because that because otherwise I don't know how you how you deal with what's going on now yeah I don't know there's nothing you can do but make fun of it and 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 make light of it because otherwise, I mean, this man is insane. He's making jokes yeah. and he's, you know, he's yelling at the virus as as though it's an opponent of his. Yeah, you see, taking- you,
2: you tweeted. So far, he's received standing ovations for making racist jokes, mocking 130,000 people dead, dead Americans drinking a glass of water with one hand. If this fucker gets a Netflix special before me, I swear to God.
3: Well, you know he fucking will, too. I'm sick of it. got to get out of his business.
2: now. Can I say, no one deserves their success more than you. i, I got to just, before we continue here quickly, I congratulations on the Emmy. I hope you get, you were talking about, this is what I see for you. You said a hybrid of sort of Pee Wee's Playhouse on The Daily Show, um, maybe a Broadway run. I hope you get all of it, because it, it is, this is your time. I mean, this is just, a, a, anyway, I don't know what to say. You were just brilliant.
3: Thank you. We're, just... we're, we're on de- we're in development of many different projects. We were talking about a possible Broadway thing right before COVID hit. So mm-hmm. I hope that when Broadway's back, that, that we can continue with that. But yeah, lots of developmental, uh, lots of things in development. right now. So Well,
2: and you said, oh, my God, I'm in Oprah magazine with my husband, Governor Cuomo. Thank you, People Magazine, for making me a reason to love America. Proud to be in the company of Dr. Fauci, my Cuomo brothers and grilled cheese. So you are uh, obviously an American icon already. All right. God may have invented the clean phone because of coronavirus. I also feel like it works for happy hour. Yes, it's, it's
1: a good place to put extra, it. Extra,
2: extra dirty. And you've got to disinfect, man. It is, uh, we are not even in the second wave because we've screwed up the first wave so badly. Correct. Get a clean phone. It's the UV light they're using to disinfect masks in hospitals. It's where we disinfect our masks, right? Yes. Uh, you guys come in here, put your mask in there, your car keys, right? Put our your, phone in there. Your phone, your earbuds, whatever, your glasses. Everywhere you Clark, go, you Clark get stuff Kent. dirty. Yeah. There's a few minutes where Travis is Superman, where those glasses, Clark Kent glasses, go in there and get disinfected. And I go back to being a nerd. You can charge and disinfect at the same time. Uh, it is amazing. It is, I, I, I don't know why how I got along without it. With I had flu, the flu a few years ago. The flu season is coming up on top of coronavirus Get a clean phone. Get the N95 masks. They have them for an amazing price. Also, you can get uh, 20 bucks off if you do auto refill because yes. you're going to need them. They have reusables. They have lavender, aloe, hand sanitizer. They, and we've got a bunch more stuff. There's a ma- it's a magical wonderland. It's not just the clean phone. It's not just masks. They have it all. TheNewDealShop.com. dot com. You can get the clean phone there. Use the code Stephanie. You get free shipping. See, they're, they're lousy with amazing things. Yes, uh, including the N ninety five mask and the clean phone. Uh, do it now. TheNewDealShop.com. dot com. Type in Stephanie. TheNewDealShop dot com. Type in Stephanie. Born to a Jewish family in Plantation, Florida. I grew up in wrong Long Island. Uh, your actual name is Rainbow. Your dad was Jerry Rainbow. You're not kidding. Okay. Yeah, Gwen and Jerry Rainbow are my parents. Was a musician, a talent booker. Um, tell us about your grandmother. You said she's your greatest influence. You said she used to talk back to the TV, which is basically what you're right. doing at celebrities and politicians. Yeah. Combination of Joan Rivers, Elaine Stritch, Betty White, and B. Arthur. That's a fantastic grandma.
3: She was a huge fan of comedy, and I as I she was my nanny, and I told I told your mom. Carol when I spoke to her that that I had that same but I mean she is if I have a religion it's nanny she she taught me every everything important in my life including humor she introduced me to all the greats like your mother and um you know she just like i what i was saying is that she used to she ha, she would have a response for everything so that's where i get my rhythm from if she, if we if she were vacuuming and there was a political interview happening on the tv behind her she would respond to the TV as though she were conducting the interview. Wow. You know, so if Conway were, she would come back with a, with a one-liner like that. And, and then she just was so quick. And so I'm basically an old lady talking back to her yeah, television. Exactly. And,
2: but you are, you mean, but that's in your blood. You're, right, the, com- right. the comedy on the music then is, it's in you. I mean, it's, it's, you can tell that it's so sort of yeah, or, she, organic. She, she,
3: she taught me that you must laugh. She really had that Joan Rivers kind of, um, you know, mentality about if you can laugh at it, you can deal with it. Nothing was off limits. And, and that's what, that's what, that's what gets me through these hard times is, is being able to to see everything from a humorous
2: yeah. lens. You, we always, we always say that, right? If you, you got to laugh or you would cry literally all fucking day. I mean, there's no, and that's, but it's also a way of kind of taking your power back. I think, the way you talk to Trump, even in those videos, people are like, oh, that's what I like to say to his fucking orange face, but it's, it's sort right. of cathartic in a way.
3: It is very cathartic to see, you know, this, this, this queenie gay guy who might not have any power if he actually were in the room with Trump, um, it, you know, in an interview setting, to get to see me kind of give it to him, I think people do find that cathartic. Um, I find it
2: good. Yeah. Joey. Here, here's the part of the interview where I, I Chris Farley, like people do on your mom, like, remember that time you wore the curtains from Gone with the Wind? Um, Randy, <laughs> one of my favorites was a Cheeto Christ Stupid Czar, which was, of course, from Jesus Christ Superstar, but when he literally pointed and said, right, that I, people say I'm, I'm right. I am the chosen one. Huh?
3: He said, I am the chosen one. Right. That's what he said.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Okay. Do you? It's hard to ask. do. You have a favorite? I mean, is there, it, there's? They're, they're all your children. I know, but do you? My video. They're all so good, Stephanie. <laughs> it's, I don't true. Know it's true. It's true. And the um, worst, the, the the best thing is your humility. I think. Yeah, I am very humble and gorgeous, but I think the thing that I attach
3: a certain memory to each video. That's the. That's the. That's how I have like a relationship with them. So, for instance, when I did the braggadocious video, I heard from Dick Van Dyke. And oh. like now, memory. When I did Clorox, the spoonful of Clorox, Carol Burnett emailed me and said that Aunt Julie loved it. Oh so God. like, these are memories that I attach to these things, and so they're very nice memories for me. Aside from the horrible event which inspired them,
2: you know, we are the same person, Randy, except uh, without I'm um, without all the talent and accolades. Oh, but I, I sat. I- Thank you. Put me down. <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed that one. <laughs> I have a little talent. Oh, oh. oh I met me. Never mind. No, I sat on the set of Diagnosis Murder with Dick Van Dyke uh, and got, when I played myself, I was the character that killed the Dr. Laura character. And so, uh, yeah, but I got to hang out with Dick Van Dyke. But I know what you mean about those. And you're a lot younger than me, but just those. They're, what else do you call them? Giants. I mean, icons, legends. I, and talk about humility. Oh, my God. Jody, tell the story real quick about Jennifer Aniston and your mom.
1: Oh. So we were at this fundraiser for Hillary Clinton when she was running for the Senate in 2000. And I mean, everybody in Southern California was at this ranch in Mandeville Canyon. So we go to uh, -to soon-to-be Senator Clinton's table and sitting next to her, Mr. and Mrs. Pitt, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. So mom and I are kind of in line to talk to Mrs. Clinton. And, you know, she turns around and high hugs, kisses. So I introduce. I introduced Jennifer Aniston to my mom, and she goes, really? You buried the lead on that one, right? <laughs> so as we walk away, my mom says, and I quote, well, I can't believe she knows who I am. And I said, what are you talking about, Mom? H you're a comedian, and so is she, and you're Carol Burnett. She's like, well, I should be over there. And she pointed to the table, which had Sid Caesar and Milton Berle and others. I said, yeah, you deserve to be at their table, but not because you're old and, and not everybody in the room knows who you are, necessarily, but because you're as talented as they are. It was the funniest thing. She goes, I can't believe she knows who I am.
3: <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Well, that's, but that's part of your mother's magic is not only her talent and legacy. It's, it's the fact that she's, she's got that, that beautiful soul and that she would say something like that. I mean,
2: and she's, seen she's so,
3: so, so incredibly generous.
2: My God. I know. Isn't she, she's seen so many sobbing messes in front of her, like you and me, Randy, and she's. She just looks at you like a, you know, she's like, oh, honey, like you're just like a little, you know, a turtle stuck on its back. She just helps you up. I've
3: spoken to her over the phone. I've yet to actually sob in her face, and I look forward to the day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Had she been more technically proficient, I would have figured out a way for this to happen with you and her. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no.
3: Oh, boy. We'll have to do a Zoom cocktail party at some point or something.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Randy, a couple of just quick things from your, just interviews you've done, but just in terms of how you are, this phenomenon you are, you said, I'm like the oldest millennial. I have one foot in the YouTube era and one foot in the old school comedy musical world. Um, I, I was always focused on emulating comedy stars that I looked up to in musical stars. So you say I have a kind of encycl- encyclopedic knowledge of musical theater, just music in general, so that's always the easiest part, music in general, but really musical theater has always been a coping mechanism for me uh, as a young age when I was a little gay drama nerd <laughs> getting bullied on the playground. I think it always brought order to chaos, but that is interesting, is that, that you weren't one of the first things to meld that old school, old timey. I mean, right, it, it, Jody? that's like everybody thought, oh, I'm on, I I did, I want the Carol Burnett show, but Randy Rainbow is the closest thing to the carol burnett show now because you can't as your mom has said you can't really do that on a network basis anymore i mean randy that was a broadway show every week right with an orchestra and costumes and all of that but oh my god no you couldn't do that
3: i but yes but people are starved for that sort of thing and that's what inspired me that's that's you know again i'm not trying to be the daily show i'm trying to be carol burnett right and i'm trying to trying to be all those, you know, Broadway and musical comedy icons. Like that's that's what really inspires me. But I so I think that's that to the you know the the crossover thing of of kind of joining the two. Yeah. The you know the 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 day and day political hot topic stuff with the old school kind of charm of musical comedy.
2: Right. But to I bring this of- interview I'll magically be. full circle, a lot of us wanted to be Carol Burnett you did it. You you are the the bridge between the YouTube that. age and being able to do it in your basement. I mean, it's it's amazing.
3: First of all, I'm not in my basement,
2: Stephanie. Okay. What are you talking about? Sorry, he's
3: in a nice apartment look, in New York.
2: All right. I look okay. at
3: my I finally got out of that goddamn basement. All right. And she's
2: <laughs> wherever the fuck you are. I was,
3: I was in a time for most of the the time I was I've been making these videos. I was in a tiny little shoebox of an apartment in Astoria, Queens, and I lived like my living room was just a giant green screen. Yeah. And I graduated. Now I have an actual room with a whole video and audio set up, and I can go into my little studio.
2: Yeah. Um, and also, here's the other way we're, uh, like you said, back in your closeted days, you had some bittersweet prom experiences. You said, I remember my prom. I had three proms, because since my sophomore year, I was invited every year by a different girl who had a crush on me. Poor dears. <laughs> I went to the prom with yeah. boys before I realized I was a gay. <laughs> it's it's very, Did it is good. Bit- to-
3: did you, go, did you go all gay
2: men were your dates? Oh, well, he turned out to be gay. I did, we didn't know at the time. We just thought we were Catholic, which is why we were dry humping and not doing it. But as it turns out, we both were gay. Yes. Yeah.
3: Well, there you go. Didn't I, didn't get, I didn't get that. I think I was probably by the second prom I went to, I was, they, they knew that there wasn't you know, it wasn't going to go anywhere.
0: Right. After.
2: But I was in love with Paul Lynn, so I also had no gaydar when I was a child. That's,
3: that's horribly off. Yeah. Yes, Sad.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Well, he was funny. I didn't know. I get the crushes on you. I get the crushes on high school Randy Rainbow because that's right. Yeah. So now, the, 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 the you know, the big question are you single? Because you are beautiful and a little too much in the talent department, but what's going on? My
3: God, are you? Let's date. Okay. Let's, so let's go to the prom. <laughs> <laughs> I am single as hell. And if I don't get a date out of this show, I'm not coming back. <laughs> I would promise. Jody said this. That we were we we're gonna get you a boyfriend. Yeah. You call in or what? What? How does this work? Jody, how do I?
2: It's your next make a wish. It's for the all the single lonely homos like me and Randy. Post quarantine, we're gonna be ready to fucking explode. So I got a better- whole list of guys who want you, Randy. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, if you can hook us up with well, Carol Ryan, Burnett, you can make this happen.
3: Very nice. People say that all the time, and then and they never produce. I never see the list. So What's, your What's your
2: type? What's your type?
3: At this point, it's been four months in quarantine, Steph. Anything with a damn pulse and a
2: breath. I thought you were and a say, mask. I thought you were going to say a dick, but okay. Right. <laughs> that too.
3: I don't, I'm not, this is a classy show. I wouldn't say dick. No,
2: of course not. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, you just did. Yeah. All right. I feel like you, I need you to put on your pink cat eyes to say goodbye, but I'll, I'll just settle for... Thank you. I, I, I charge... <laughs> oh, There we, we go. <laughs> There they are. Randy, I uh, love you like everybody else does. Uh, Everybody in my political world, Jill Weinbanks, everybody adores you when I was at Politicon, like everybody. I had to leave that day, but everybody was going to see you. You are just a rock star. And thanks for taking time for us.
3: Thank you, Steph. It's so nice to finally chat with you. Jody. I love you. I love you. And uh, tell our mother I, I love her too And I'll talk to her soon You know, we talk regularly now yeah. I know,
1: you talk to her more than I talk to her Oh jeez,
2: so, oh, we love you, Bait We love you,
3: Bait, I mean, Jody. we talk about dreams coming true She emails with my mother now I know so, talk oh about God. the Jewish mother is is happy let's Oh, just say.
2: a fucking dream Twitter come true email. All right, <laughs> happy, happy hour, Randy Rainbow We love you Love you too, thank you Mwah. Bye, you guys Bye, you